Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Hello, hello! Welcome to today's episode. This is the second part of our homeschooling episode, but today we're chatting with Sam. Um, Sam is a mother to three beautiful earth-loving nature kids, two of which she homeschools. She's passionate about following her children's interests when it comes to education and especially loves learning new things as a whole family. She encourages curiosity, wonder and awe in her children's home education journey, which I love. And welcome, welcome, Sam. Welcome. <laughs> How are you? Yes. Good. I made it. <laughs> you made it. We just had some lovely technology problems. It's getting on. It's yeah. It's always a fun way to start <laughs> when That's that classic, happens. Classic Sam situation with technology. <laughs> Oh, but you're here. You're here. So welcome. Um, Yeah, we'll start off by telling us more about you. What else can we know? Um, I don't know. We, uh, I started homeschooling about three and a half years ago, I think it was. Or, yeah, I think it was then. Um, yeah, we made the decision 2019 to homeschool. And, yeah, we love it. It was actually my partner's idea to homeschool. Um, yeah, I was kind of thought, no way, I can't do that. I'm not a teacher because I'm, you know, I'm a hairdresser. I was like, I can't teach our kids, um, you know, I can't teach our kids. What? You want me to homeschool? But yeah, so that's how it um, all started. So, yeah, I've got one in school. Well, actually, he's just left school. Um, yeah, and we're just loving, loving our little homeschool journey. It's, super fun and it sort of fits in with our lifestyle and yeah love it yeah oh that's cool um I love and I love that it was your partner's idea like that's not I don't feel like that's common you know like I feel like it's more I the know right yeah, thing really... often not always yeah you hear I hear a lot of um partners that are sort of like not very keen to homeschool yeah. you know it's generally mum's idea and yeah so yeah, it all started. Um, Bodhi actually went to kindy. He's mm. my middle. He's eight now, eight and a half. And um, he went to kindy. And while he was going to kindy, I took Sloane to um, Steiner Playgroup. And I was going to Steiner Playgroup and we were making bread and, you know, it was just beautiful. Mm. It's beautiful wooden natural toys, which we'd had a lot of natural toys and stuff anyway, not much plastic in our house. And um I was just like, oh, my God, this Steiner school. Like I'd never really heard of Steiner. Someone had told me about it and I thought, oh, let's check it out for playgroup with Sloan. And we just loved it. Like I just fell in love with everything Steiner. It was just so beautiful. And then I'd go pick up Bodie from kindy and I'd walk into the classroom and it was like lots of plastic stuff everywhere and like dangling things from the ceiling. Like I'd have to bob down and like fight my way through all these things <laughs> that were like hitting me in the head as I was trying to find my child. <laughs> and I was just sort of thought, oh, my goodness, this does not feel like in alignment with who we are and the direction our family's kind of heading in. So we um, 
we looked into sending them both to Steiner, but we thought, oh, I don't know whether we're, we can financially afford that right now because they were both, um, I think they'd, they'd be a year apart at school, so they'd be uh, pretty close. We're like, oh, I don't know whether we can afford that. And my partner was like, let's, what about homeschool? And I was like, what? Homeschool? I don't know anybody that homeschools, you know? So, yeah. And, um, yeah, we sat with it for a little bit and we thought, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's so cool. It's actually really funny. So just before we jumped on here, I was having a conversation with um, a few people about Steiner. So in like this WhatsApp group that I'm in as part of the Conscious Mothers group, there's literally a discussion going on right now about Steiner (laughs) and people like talking about whether they're sending their kids there. And I kind of gave like my opinion on it and like I totally agree with you I love all like the natural toys and I love how there's like this rhythm and like the making bread and like the how it really um there's a big um focus on creativity um and I really like how they don't do any kind of formal learning really until seven um but then I kind of also said what I didn't like about it which you know we don't even need to go into now but it's so interesting for me when that was Steiner was like my only option for schooling like I kind of looked through all of them and I was like yeah well I'm not going to do mainstream and then I'd looked at some of the other kind of alternatives and I hadn't actually looked around there but I was like no Steiner's really um the only school that I would um, send my kids to. And then I went and had the tour and I walked away like, oh, shit, like that actually didn't tick all my boxes. It actually wasn't this school that in my head I'd kind of made it up to be and that was then the decision that led me to homeschooling because I was like, oh, I need something that ticks all my boxes. Definitely. Um, and I can tick all my boxes if I do it myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It is interesting though, like the whole um, Steiner thing because that's sort of what I didn't know of for homes. I didn't even think homeschooling was an option for us, you know, and then I don't know why my partner suggested it, but he did. And um, I followed a few people on Instagram that homeschooled and I looked at them and I thought, wow, that's like pretty crazy. That's before I actually started to think that I could do it myself but that was the inspiration I think too like seeing these other mums um on Instagram doing it and then just sort of thinking wow that's like looks so beautiful and amazing and I think that would be such a good fit for our family but I didn't know anybody in Perth at that point that homeschooled had no no one all my friends um kids went to mainstream and yeah so I was kind of like oh where do I, what do we do now? And um, I had seen, you know, this is back when Bodie was, I think, three. I'd seen like, you know, wild nature school with Steve and I was like, well, that looks pretty cool, but he's too young to go there. And then when he was four, I went there in the holidays and um, I met Megan from Woodstone Farm and she told me about how they have like a little bit of a homeschool group here. And then I met Jill and um, then I just landed in this awesome homeschool community pot of beautiful people. And I was just like, oh, you know, I've just fallen into this and it is so amazing. Like these people are just all beautiful and like-minded and yeah, it was just, um, just amazing how it all kind of unfolded for us, I think. 
Yeah, I love that. And we we are quite lucky, I think, here to have um, a really nice community. And I'm sure that it would be probably maybe harder or maybe just different if you were doing it alone. Um, But yeah, Annabelle and I were talking before you jumped on, right? And we were talking about like, you know, like, especially for Annabelle, right? You kind of didn't know much about homeschooling. You're like, where do you even start? Do you even want to talk about that, Annabelle? Well, yeah. Okay. So we obviously had part one and yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Like I'm learning, but I'm like, oh, I, I kind of have more questions now. Like, because yeah. <laughs> I suppose I was like, that sounds, I mean, that sounds so beautiful and lovely, but what, you know, uh, my understanding is schools compulsory um, for children. I don't know if that's, but I don't know much about that. But then if you decide to go down the homeschooling, do you need to let people know that your kids are doing that? What happens there? Is it legal? <laughs> like yeah. all of these other questions, I was just like, I don't know, not that I care, but uh, like care if it's legal or not. No, I do. But, you know, it's just interesting. What's, what's the setup? Like, you know, we we're talking about curriculums. Like, what does that mean in terms of homeschool? Oh. Like, where do you get that information? Where do you register? What is it? Yeah, <laughs> Where did just, you start? Um, well, I don't know. I think it's a little bit different, obviously, for every state as well. But um, I thought here that you just had to register. But then I know people that didn't register. So I've my kids are registered and we have a moderator that comes once a year. Um, the first time we met she was oh we didn't actually meet we did a phone call because it was the middle of covid stuff so she couldn't come to our house so we just did it all over the phone had a good chat for like probably an hour or so and she just asked me lots of questions and she was like yep yep that's beautiful and then she was like you know check out the scope and sequence and then link it back to the curriculum because there is an Australian curriculum but I've actually never really looked at it so each year she comes she just kinds of links it links it all back to what we do so I just tell her everything that we do for each subject and most of it is honestly is just all natural learning like it's just following my kids um interests and just sort of going from there so we um this year though I think they've been a bit inundated with uh lots of homeschooling you know with the um the masks back in the COVID kind of time, yeah. which wasn't that long ago, but it feels like ages ago. I so I think they got um, bombarded with a lot of extra people. So this year I felt like she wasn't as easygoing as she has been in the past because mm. I actually forgot that she was coming and she kind of, because um, I know like a lot of my friends when they're having the moderator meeting, they're like stressing out about it for, you know, weeks and preparing and they've got all this stuff to show and I, I actually just forgot that she was coming and she like knocked on my door and I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I literally, because I'm, as you probably know now, I'm not very good with technology. <laughs> I'm still trying to get onto this. Um, so I don't, like some people get a spreadsheet and show everyone, uh, show the moderators what they've done and you know, all these little bits and they write it all down. And I literally just have a few photos that I take and I just show her those and I have a diary and I write down things that we do and I just sort of flip back through there. And yeah, she pretty much just wants to see um, what my plan for the year is. 
And I just do that. Like I just go through the whole year at the start of the year and just map out our months of what we want to kind of basically do. And like most of the time we don't even stick to it because there's new things that pop up and, you know, different things like, um, my fun things might pop up in Perth to do like, you know, we went to the Van Gogh exhibition and then we did some painting Van Gogh style painting. And, you know, so we just kind of lead with what's going on around us as well. Um, but yeah, she kind of said to me, she would like to see more of the scope and sequence. So I told my partner, he's got to print that out. So we've got that just to say, yep, we've looked at it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. So this scope and sequence is just like what they want to see you doing throughout the year. Yeah, I think it's just like, yeah, I think it's just um, I still haven't really had a good look at it, but it's just got all the subjects. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Right, yeah, all the subjects. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, all the subjects and then like what your child for their age should be doing sort of thing. Yeah, yeah so, so like outcomes that, that they can link yeah. to. So it's like yeah. it might be like, you know, science and then it'd be like um, uh, a part of science. Like it might be like something about plants or whatever and it's like they've got yeah. to work photosynthesis for this year or something like that, right? But then you can then, because as you're doing a different approach to it where you're not actually working, like so, okay, so, a lot of teaching in the system, like you would look at the scope and sequence, you would be like, my, the kids in the class have got to learn this, this year, this term, whatever it is. And then you would plan to that, but you're kind of doing the opposite, like, like unschooling. So you're like, okay, we're doing all of this stuff and you're documenting it by like, okay, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to write in, in the diary, like whatever you're doing, you know, whether you do that every day or every week or every term of what you've done. And then it's linking back to what's in there. So you're going backwards instead of the other way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that kind of works good for me. (laughs) Going backwards. (laughs) But yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting just the way we do it because we we do follow. Um, I, I do the same as Chelsea, the Good and the Beautiful curriculum for language and arts and maths, and that's just really easy. We just follow that. Um, we probably try and do it four days four days a week, I think. And everything else is just like so. That's our sit down kind of work, or stand up, or lounge around whatever you want to do and the rest of it all just kind of happens really naturally like we read a lot of books and then um you know I might try uh to bring a book to life sort of thing so when we read the uh magic faraway tree books um you know I made like the google buns out of you know the little um the little folk of faraway tree would eat these little google buns which had sherbet in them so we just tried you know made things like that and the kids dressed up and Bodhi put a saucepan on his head and the saucepan <laughs> man and all that kind of stuff but yeah if we do we read a lot of chapter books and um we always try to do something fun with them like when we did the wizard of oz um we did a tornado in a jar so that was the yeah. science for that sort of thing you know Oh, and how long do you kind of spend on the, like, you know, how you're saying, like, the sit-down kind of the curriculum that you've, like, how long does that depend? Like, I know you said four days, but then in those four days, do you have, like, 15 minutes doing that? Do you have an hour? Yeah. Do you have, yeah. Some days it takes longer, obviously, depending on what the kids are, you know, sometimes they're really dragging their feet and they might not want 
to do it. But then most of the times they're just like, yep, let's get this done. So on a good day, it'll take like oh, 20 minutes max. And mm. we might do 10 minutes and then have a little break and then do another 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, I'm not so fussed about Sloane at the moment because she's only six, but she's, we like the, you know, the Steiner's, um, sort of philosophy they start when reading and all that kind of stuff when they're around seven mm-hmm. but Bodhi was showing a lot of interest a little bit before seven so we just started him I just thought I'm just going to start him because he wants to do it and then because he was doing it Sloane sort of got into it as well with the reading so she's she's pretty good like she can um yeah she reads in bed both of them like go to bed uh, every night and read a book Bodhi's like powering through Minecraft books and um, <laughs> yeah, he's loving them. That's his little passion. He gets like really fixated on things. Like last year, it was graffiti, and um, yeah, he just loved everything all about graffiti. So that was a really good uh, conversation on art as well because we would Google um, Banksy, the graffiti artist, and watch like different things that he would do, and then we'd talk about contemporary art and you know sort of uh, surrealism and you know compare like Van Gogh and Dali and all that kind of stuff. So that you know it doesn't mean you're just stuck on that actual graffiti. Like it opens up that whole world of different artists and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's kind of like you learn too. You're like, oh, oh my let's gosh. find out together. Like that's cool. <laughs> I love it so much. Like it, this homeschooling the kids has actually like ignited this little spark of learning in me again. You know, like I went to school obviously mm. and I left in year 11 and, um, you know, thought that's it, I'm done, I'm a hairdresser now. But like since I've been uh, learning with the kids I just want to learn more too so like now I'm learning herbalism and oh I'm just like oh, what else can I learn like it's just ignited this passion for learning in me again that's sort of been laying dormant for all these years I think so I love yeah, that it's really, yeah, yeah it's beautiful it is and I think that you know talking to you it's so important to like actually say well you are a hairdresser you're not a qualified teacher because I think this is something that you know parents probably want to are a little bit nervous about going into homeschooling if they think well how could I possibly do it because I'm not a trained teacher um so you know and and I think reading particularly is something that they're like how am I going to teach my kids to read right but you have done that and I know that you just spoke about it briefly before um but, you know, did you find it easy? Like do, the curriculum that you've got, is it step-by-step step or did you find you had to try and learn how to teach them? Has it come naturally? Yeah. No, it was really, really easy. Like um, the I, the kids always, even before we actually officially started homeschooling, like I used to do a lot of, um, you know, like ABC kind of words with them and so they knew they knew their alphabet and capital letters and that kind of stuff. Um, so it just kind of flowed on, and it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Like I, I did think, oh God, you know, teaching kids to read, how am I going to do that? That's really hard. But you know, we've taught them everything really since they were little, and then when they get to five, we think, oh, we can't teach them anything else. So we've got to handball them over to the teacher mm-hmm. to learn now. But really, we've done 
all that beautiful learning with them in the early years anyway. So it's just continuing on with that. And it just, it just really flowed. Like it was just easy. And then I did actually think back to when um, my eldest son was at school and he used to come home and we had to sit down and do a reader every night anyway. And I was like, I pretty much like you think because they're going to school that they're learning how to read, but you're actually doing most of the work with those readers that you, you do every night with them. So mm. you got to, yeah, you know, you got to tick off like, you know, done read so many pages tonight when they go to school. And I was like, this is pretty much, I think I pretty much taught him how to read too. You know, you <laughs> to think because they're going to school that they're, that you couldn't possibly be teaching them anything else, but, you know, doing that bit of reading with them every night, oh, they just pick it up so quickly. Mm, I think yeah, when you're doing it consistently, you know. Yeah, that's like as well, like that just goes into how much we can like give our power away, right, like that we don't think yeah. that we are enough to be able to do that and that we have to hand over to someone else or that because they are going there that, that equals education and learning and that's the only place where they are going to learn. Um, um, But, yeah, I mean, and I'm curious, like, your eldest who have gone to school compared to your children who haven't, like, what is the differences there in a sense of, like, how much they enjoy learning or reading or anything in that regard? Oh, my gosh, yes. They, like, obviously all your kids are going to be different and, um you know, like who knows if Steele would have enjoyed reading if I had have homeschooled him, but he has never really enjoyed reading. And these two littler ones, they just love it. But also mm-hmm. I think um, I've had more time to sit with the other kids because we do homeschool. So I read chapter books to them, you know, I'm constantly reading. And so is Christian, my partner, he reads chapter books to them too. Whereas we didn't really do that with Steele as much because he was at school all the time. And when he got home, he had sports and, you know, it was like crazy and then we'd just go straight to bed sort of thing. So Mm. I'm wondering if uh, obviously, you know, reading to the kids chapter books more there, I I read a lot, which, you know, I've always had lots of books around for myself to read, but maybe they see me read more than still did because he was at school all the time maybe you know what I mean like I don't know but he doesn't really enjoy reading as much as the other two he's now that he's older um and he has just left school and he's only 16 he has started to read a whole bunch of entrepreneur books because he thinks he's um going to be a millionaire so he might be who knows (laughs) so you know again it's that interest you know sparked by like what's he's curious in and what he wants to learn but if you know he's at school and told to read a book he would be like no I don't want to read that book and yeah so it's very very interesting I find it um yeah being through the system and yeah not really having that love of like just reading for pleasure (laughs) sort of thing whereas Mm -hmm. yeah the little ones are definitely or maybe they just like to stay up late I don't know, but I think they like to read. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I know that you follow quite a similar philosophy to Chelsea, as in, like, you, as you said, like we spoke to Chelsea last week and she is doing an actual learning approach. You even have the same curriculum, but your weeks look kind of different. 
Yeah, they do. I was listening to Chelsea's um, podcast in you guys this morning and I was like, oh, we do have, yeah, a lot of the same sort of things, but there's still our days can look, you know, very different. Like today, um, for example, I would normally, we have a homeschool group catch up, but I just thought we had a pretty full on week last week. So I think I might just have a bit of a chill day today. So I just started planning, um, we're going over east and we're going to drive across the Nullivore next month, no, December. So I thought I've got to start planning this trip because we're going to be in swags across the Nullivore. And um, so then after that, you know, I showed the kids where we we're going to go. I was like, right, let's go buy a map. So do you think I could find a, like a big road map? I couldn't find one anywhere. So I just had to buy like a map of Australia. I guess that people don't need them anymore because they oh, just yeah. use the they use their phone. Yeah, that's right. They <laughs> use their phone. Yeah. How? Yeah, that's funny. So it was hard to find one. <laughs> so hard. So I ended up just buying a map of Australia and, um, yeah, we've just been looking through, you know, where we're going to stop each day and how long it's going to take and, um, yeah, like I'm going through it. So it's like geography, maths and probably a whole bunch of other stuff that we could tick off, you know, just yeah. from our road trip next in December. You know, so um, yeah. Sorry, I forgot what you actually asked me, though. Yeah, so you're just your day. So that's part of your day. (laughs) Yeah, and then Sloane was just sitting out in the mulberry tree for like a good chunk of it as well, eating mulberries. And she'd be like, "Mum, do you want to come out and pick some mulberries for me? I like the red ones; they're a little bit sour." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So, yeah, we've just had a very relaxing day. And Bodie, um, he did a little bit of his English work. He just, he's working through the uh, Good and the Beautiful curriculum. So he did a little bit of that. And, yeah, I haven't really worried about uh, doing anything with Sloane today just because mm. she was just having such a good time out in the mulberry tree, you know. like. And mm. then in the summer we go to the beach a lot and, yeah, same sort of thing with Chelsea. We have the kayaks and it's just such a beautiful life. Like it's just so relaxed and oh, I just love it, you know. Just having that freedom to sort of do what we want to do each day sort of thing. And, yeah, Bodie's been sleeping out in the swag uh, all week preparing for our trip (laughs) (laughs) next month. So, yeah, it's just been really fun. And because my partner's um, FIFO, so he gets back tonight, uh, he just, when he's home with the kids, he just uh, plays lots of board games with them and card games. So Sloane will wake up in the morning and she'll be like, let's play our morning card game, Dad. And, you know, they go play card games. I'm not so much into the board games. Like I will play them sometimes, but he he really likes them and the card game. Sounds so – it sounds like what you do when you're on holidays, but yeah, it's yeah. like a beautiful life um, lifestyle like you say. You know, um, I'm just, I'm planning my second child. Anyway, it just reminded me of, you know, my husband's going to take some time off work. So we'll all be together for like six weeks. Well, that's the plan. Mm. And we're just like, our days are just going to be the best because we're just going to be able to be together and chill and just do what we want to do. And I think, you know, for, for the people who mostly do homeschool, they allow their life to be, the learning ground and then they have like that little bit of structure um that you know can support that when they do but it's really just the lifestyle that they're 
choosing. Yes, mm. definitely. It's just such a beautiful lifestyle just um just to spend that time together because honestly, like my big boy is 16 and I don't know where the last eight years went. Like, mm. you know, he's at school such a long part of that time, like, you know, all those years and I just, in a blink of an eye, he's, you know, taller than me and got hairy mm. legs and I'm just like, what? <laughs> when did this oh my when God. Did when did this happen? You know, so I feel very blessed and, you know, grateful that we are in the position where we can do this as well. Like, mm. oh, so good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks so much, Sam. And, you know, so Sam is part of our nature network and she runs her own little program. So, yeah, tell us more about that if you would like or where we can find you, how we can connect with you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I do a little program on Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, Little Beach Farm, and I'm on Instagram as Little Beach Farm. And yeah, it's a program sort of around roughly based at four to six year olds. And yeah, it's really fun. We make, it's a little bit Steiner um, based, like we do the bread making and do a bit of gardening and stuff, but lots and lots of play. And we do poetry tea time, like the kids love having cups of tea and sitting outside eating their bread and, yeah, I'll read a poem to them and then they get a chance to sort of um, take the poetry book and either, well, Sloane's pretty much the only one that can read in this group because they're all a bit younger, but um, they can make up a story. They pick a picture and they sort of make up a story. So, you know, it's all that storytelling and it's so beautiful. Like they love it. Like I spend nearly the whole time just I'm kind of like their waitress that they're saying, <laughs> more tea, please, more tea, please. <laughs> <laughs> one's like I'll have cow's milk and another one's can I have some oat milk please I'm like, sure <laughs> <laughs> oh so cute I love it yeah. oh yeah thank you so much Sam it's been so lovely chatting to you today thank you so much for having me guys Yay. it's been really nice thanks for listening to the hey mama podcast if you're enjoying the show, please share with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.